You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first guests and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're hearing about an upcoming event, which is TEDx Tinhao Women at the Sichu Centre, which is two weeks from now on Friday, the 10th of December at West Kowloon. And I'm really excited to be joined by the co-founders once again, Jen Flowers and Daniela Lopez, as they take us at behind the scenes right now. Welcome to the program to you both. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having us. Maybe, Jen, if I can start off with you first, can you sort of give us a brief outline of this year's TEDx Tinhao Woman? Definitely, Noreen. Um, this year, it's going to be amazing. We do it every year on a Friday um, in the afternoon. So we hope people you know, plan in advance and take the afternoon off. Um, this is the first time we'll have 10 speakers. We usually have between six and seven. Um, and we'll run it in two different programs, so two 90-minute sessions aligned with uh, TED rules and guidelines. Um, we also have a performance this year. Um, and rather than doing a big marketplace where we would bring in entrepreneurs to sell, we're still going to have a fair, but we're trying to limit um, a lot of exchanges or uh, money or anything like that, given COVID restrictions this year. Yeah, it must be so exciting as well just to have a live audience. If I remember correctly, was last year a, a bit of a hybrid event? Yep, that's correct. So last year we didn't do the women event. We actually applied for the license for TEDx Tinhao Countdown. And that was about a sustainability. And that we did at five different locations. So a small theater at the French Club, and then we had hybrid um, virtual streaming sessions all around the city. Wow, it's so nice. I'm sure the audience are just so hungry for, for a live event, be able to see speakers and, and be inspired. So the theme this year is what matters now. Um, what does it mean, uh, Daniela? Sure. Yeah. So we essentially every year we we, we pull our theme from the global TED Women event. So this year the theme is what matters. So we localize that in our own way by adding on now. And we took it a step further this year. We actually reached out to our community. We have a TEDx uh, community WhatsApp chat and a newsletter that goes out. And in there, we polled uh, everyone to find out what are the issues that they really care about and want to hear about this year. The five that came up were purpose, self-care, healthy environment, overcoming obstacles, and perspective and change. So based on these topics, we then started looking for our speakers um, to help us kind of shape this year's uh, event. And we actually increased this year to 10 speakers, which we've never had that many before. So it's been a quite a lot on the curation side. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, how, I mean, I'm always curious. I mean, we, we go along to these events and it's amazing to see all the speakers. Of course, a lot of hard work goes, you know, the behind the scenes curating the event. How are the speakers being picked or trained? How, how does it work exactly? What is the process of becoming a, a TEDx speaker? Yeah, I can start with sure, that. Jen. So uh, in the past, um, you know, we had different areas of kind of applications. And in the last two years, what we've been doing is an open mic. So we had three open mic sessions anywhere from, I think, 25 to 35 people, some in person, some right on Zoom. Um, and they get three minutes to try to tell us about what idea they have um, and what idea they want to share. Um, we, from there, we then have a selection committee who write down notes and kind of grade and score, and then we'll get a small pool. 
some are right off the bat, 100% in and other ones, you know, we, we want to meet with them. So we'll go and do a coffee or a lunch and just sit down and try to get their idea to come out a little bit more. I think the other thing we do is we look across um, gender, ethnicity, type of talk. Is it tech related, education, personal? And we see where gaps are to make sure we have a holistic picture. And then um, in those cases, we'll proactively go out. So if a couple of our speakers did not go through the audition process, we were proactive and went and looked for them because we felt they, they filled a niche that wasn't there. Yeah, wow, that sounds so exciting. Absolutely. And it's not easy. Yeah, sorry, go on, Daniela. Yeah, and, and I think something else just to mention is that, you know, we always have so many amazing auditions that the process requires a selection committee because it's just so hard to choose. I think this year we had 80 applicants. Is that right, Jen? Wow, 80. Yeah. yeah, and then once, even after that, we close the audition process, we probably had 20, 30 more reach out through different channels. And we all, you know, said, wait, we'll start announcing in May 2022. And then you sort of maybe keep them for, for the following year and, and have a database of, of potential TEDx speakers as well. This open mic sort of sounds a bit daunting as well. And to be able to present those ideas within three minutes is not easy because everyone has a story to tell. But to be able to sort of shorten it and, and make it brief into three minutes. Um, and I can see um, a wonderful lineup. Um, I'm just on uh, your website right now. And for our listeners who'd like to know a little bit more, do head over to the TEDx 10 House women's website which is all one word tedxtinhowwomen.com and it's women uh, plural form or you can go to their facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash tedxtinhowwomen again all one word uh, tell us about some of your speakers this year uh, just uh, people from all walks of life uh, i really feel like there is something for everyone C can you share with us some of your speakers uh, for this year uh, daniela Sure. Yeah, we have we have a lot of different topics um, that cover those five core things that our audience wanted to hear about this year. So we've got Rachel Moon, who will be talking about um, fertility, um, Arcadia on screen times and the use of technology with regards to family, family life. Uh, Viv is talking about um, the sex that uh, nobody does talk about. So that one will be quite good. Uh, we have Shanti, who is um, telling us about how to be true to yourself. Uh, we have Mashiat on finding uh, finding joy in electronics. So she'll be actually even doing a, a, a surprise for us on stage. Uh, Jen, do you want to... We, we have a yeah, Louisa. I think there's Louisa. Yep. Some of the ones we got at the end. Louisa, who's got a, a podcast that talks about... Um, it's called Homegrown. Um, it talks about Black Lives Matters. We've got um, also Cynthia. We out. Yeah, we went out for it. We went out and proactively went and searched for <laughs> And um, And there's also Pooja Kapai as well, big fan of her work um, yeah. at mm -hmm. HKU yep. um, um, also. I mean, how has the pandemic sort of affected or, or maybe uh, improved the planning and the curating of TEDx Tinhau Women? I would say the planning is uh, nobody realizes how much work it is until they get into the committee. We have a 50 yep. plus committee. Wow. We have a operations team, a creative team, a sponsorship team, a Marcoms team. Right. And then we just, you know, people that just look after budget, 
So if you think about the process of getting a sponsor, getting in those funds, reusing those funds back to vendors, getting a contract signed, um, then you've got to get the logo, get the advert for the booklet, you know, approve the logo, everything. That's just one sponsor and we have 50. So the amount of admin work on that side. And then you've got people like Sheetal's team who's running Marcoms from all the three different social channels to every flyer. And now we're doing a lot in video. Uh, and then you've got a whole other team, you know, that's just putting together our logos and creating the creative stage design, production, sound, music. So it's amazing um, team, but they're, everybody's got a role. We like to say everybody's got a head. There's somebody who's head of ticketing. There's somebody head of booklet. You know, there's somebody head of logos because it's that, um, it takes that much. It's that intensive in terms of the work that goes into it. Uh, but it's all worth it because we get goodies along the way. We really build bond and relationships. Um, and I know everybody who says it, they were like, I did not know how much work goes into one of these events. And, <laughs> totally. and we're all not paid, right? It's all our volunteer time. Volunteers. All of us, most of us yeah, jobs on the side and kids and families and other hobbies. So it's great to see um, us all come together. It sounds like such a supportive. And I, yeah, sorry, go on, Daniela. I just, I just like to add to that because, yeah, Jen, as Jen said, we're all volunteers, but also, I mean, there are a lot of different TEDx um, around the world and even in Hong Kong. So some of the things that we do, we, we do special that make our TEDx event really a signature uh, for us. So like the fair experience um, where you'll meet entrepreneurs and meet more people from the community is something that is is special for us as well as VPACT. So Belinda helps us run VPACT and that's a visual storytelling um, that you'll see that audience will see on stage on the day. Um, this year, we're also doing a podcast, a live podcast booth on site, and people from the audience will be able to come into that podcast booth and share their own stories. So we do do a lot to go above and beyond that support the stories that our speakers are telling. So it, it's really a great day. Absolutely. I think Daniela and Jen, it's, I think you, you, you and your team have built such a supportive community that I'm sure after the event is over, everybody will sort of get that sort of withdrawal feeling. Is it all over? And, and all that years of hard work um, um, and, and you'll miss it and, and you'll do it all over again uh, for the next year. Um, so how do the speakers prepare and how do you help the speakers prepare? Because it sounds like the initial pitch was three minutes and usually TED Talks are a little bit longer. Sometimes it can even be very long. How do you sort of help uh, speakers consolidate their ideas to make it sharper? Um, what's that process like? So like our volunteers for the committee, we also have volunteer professional coaches. Um, so we have five this year. Um, across the speakers. So a lot of the coaches take on two. I think one coaches has three. Um, and we we have a, a packet, a playbook um, that we've built along the years, um, best in show in terms of what makes a good TED Talk, how to make it more TED Talk-ish and not just like a keynote, how to bring out that story. And so the coaches and our head of curation, Trina, will work with them constantly throughout and then we have rehearsals where we invite the committee and either sometimes friends and family of the speakers to come and then they fill out a form how can they get it punchier how do they use um, slides or data to help drive the story without having to use words so it's a very um, methodical i would say built process 
months that we go through. And some speakers, you know, up until the end, they're still working and some are just natural, right? And so the attention will be balanced towards ones where we think they need more or, you know, we really need to cut down time. Um, and yeah, it's just, we've never really had a problem. I think everybody panics at one rehearsal, you know, just in terms of, because they have to memorize their speech. They don't get to take notes. There's no podium. There's a lot of rules around the speakers. So I think there's a bit of a panic, but it always goes off without a hitch. Yeah, it sounds so exciting. And just two weeks from now, can you remind our listeners how we can know more? Uh, can you give us your website once again? And how can we get tickets? Danielle? So website, uh, yeah, website, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, we have all channels and they use the TEDx Tinhao Women um, handle for them. And then for tickets, we, as of this morning, I believe we are sold out. I did but see that. We may, <laughs> Yeah, we may find, uh, thank you. If we find any extra tickets, the best way to get them will be to follow our social media channels where we, if we find any tickets, we'll try to do a giveaway. Excellent. Well, Daniela and Jen, so nice to speak to you both once again. Thank you so much for joining us and wishing uh, the event every success. And I'm sure it will be such a great, uh, a wonderful TEDx talk. And TEDx Tinhao Woman uh, on two weeks from now, Friday the 10th of December at West Kowloon at the Sichu Centre. And do follow their social media, LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook and their website. You can find them all at TEDx Tinhao Woman. Thank you so much once again for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you, Jen. Bye, Daniela. Bye. Bye.